1: Hello there. Oh my
0: goodness, don't we have a great show for you today. We are talking about carving out time for yourself. This will be an interesting conversation for sure. From two people who
1: rarely carve out time for themselves. Including right now where I smell like a feral animal hollow of some sort that is also musty and den-like. It's terrible.
0: I literally have dried chocolate on my sweatshirt. I
1: thought it was poop, but I didn't
0: even say anything. Did you really see it? Yes, I was like, is that poop? Whatever, we're not gonna ask it No, no, it's
1: chocolate from E-Day Chocolate Covered Strawberries from Trader Joe's in bed last night Then we're talking organizational hacks This is porn for Ashley and I, but it's like super hot for Ashley the Virgo Be careful Fun fact, when the home edit that does the organizational stuff came
0: out I was watching it before bed one night It got me so excited I couldn't fall asleep So I had to change it and put on The Office Because I was like, oh god, organization, what has that been? So weird As always, we have our hashtag swag bag, but up next... Take it away, child. Okay, shit. We saw a crazy movie the other night. These are my tits, but will you explain this movie and why we went to this? Sure.
1: I have a good friend who's a specialist in film, specifically Czechoslovakian film. That is such a niche. She was hosting this re-release of this famous Czechoslovakian film called Daisies and giving a little talk. She had VIP tickets and she asked me if I wanted to go and I invited Ashley, a little mom's away, girls' night in the city, and so we went to... To this film and we really enjoyed it, but it was weird. It was so weird. Look, anyone who's been listening to this
0: show for a long time knows that when it comes to foreign film, I ain't the girl. Ashley doesn't like
1: subtitles. It was subtitles. In the beginning, Ashley kept looking at me like, oh boy. I should just say that first things first, Ashley goes, is this a sad movie? Because <laughs> I can't go to a sad movie. I said, I don't know. I've never seen it. But the way my friend Arena described it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be sad. And she's like, okay. Then we go and it's a kind of an art film. And the beginning is these gears and all this stuff. So I look at Ashley. Ashley's like looking for the exit (laughs) sign. She's like, I can't with this. Then finally, the first image is this really cute black and white image of these really cute Bridget bardot looking girls in bikinis. And then we settled in. It was very much like an art house film. Visuals of decaying vegetables type
0: of shit that would then go to some technicolor. Sound effects that didn't match with what was going on. Really arty 60s. Then you add in, it was in another language. I'm deep. I have emotions. I have no idea what this movie was about, but I very much enjoyed it. It was very cute, very fun. <laughs> I realized that night that I think I'm struggling more with my mental health than I realized. And it wasn't the movie that did it. I was having these minor anxiety attacks during the intro to the movie where I could not focus on what your friend was saying. First, I wore a tube top and I was like, why would you wear a tube? top to sit your back up against a chair when there's monkey pox. You weren't thinking that wasn't smart. Then I would talk myself down. Then I was like, what if an active shooter comes into this movie theater? Then I had to talk myself down from that. They're not going to pick that film because not enough people were in it. And I had to like talk myself down. and be like, they would go to a Marvel movie. There's bigger movies. The shooter's like, let me pick a rare Czechoslovakian film. I was like, what if they dropped a nuclear bomb in New York tonight? Friday night's a prime time. I had to talk myself down from that. Then we got out of the movie and we walked down what might have been the most accidentally scary street in New York. We are two tough New York City broads. I lived in New York for 25 and a half years by myself. I have seen men arrested on the E-train because they had a samurai sword with them. I one time
1: saw a live eel come out of a woman's purse going over the Manhattan Bridge. She had a wag of water in her purse. I was going to Chinatown Brooklyn from Chinatown in the city her purse fell open and this eel started to slide down the train and I was like am I tripping balls right now? I wasn't. I saw a woman on her front porch take her tit out and flap it into her mouth a man one time spit in my eyeball.
0: All kinds of shit. I've seen people beating themselves off in telephone booths. I've seen homeless people taking shits on the post office on 30th street we've seen it all so please don't think we're too sheltered women from like I don't know
1: Sheboygan who just came to this city I've walked in on two different people trying to break into my car and confronted them when we tell you we walked down
0: a street in the village a very populated street we're not scared of shit on a Friday, Friday night, night at 30, 10 o'clock at night not even
1: late it was extra dark it was full of people who looked at us like meat I do have to say something changes when you become a parent for sure but also we're tough girls. And also, we went into the city pre-COVID all the time, still being parents. I know. You lived in Brooklyn. I'm the person that came into the neighborhood before it was gentrified. I lived in an actual crack house where the top three floors were residents that paid $100. And the bottom three floors were artists that also only wanted to pay $800. And so they let the crackheads live amongst the artists and hope that everything was Okay. So when we tell you we
0: were scared and felt unsafe, that means something. And then we got back to Carrie's car and there was literally a man bracing himself on the hood of her car as he
1: pissed. I forgot about that. He was in a wheelchair too and he got himself up. He literally propped himself up. We got in the car. We had to wait until he was done pissing and holding on to my car. We're
0: laughing as we usually do, to get
1: through the fear of everything we were feeling. And then the car I took in was my dead mother-in-law's, and we named it Suzanne. I was like, this man is using Suzanne to piss.
0: (laughs) I sound like such a conservative and... I hate to give in to this, but I just don't feel safe, especially in that area. Was this your tits or your shits? I don't know. After battling anxiety attacks in the movie theater, then walking around feeling unsafe, I guess the point of all that is it was uncomfortable. We literally walked down the street and we're like, are we glitching? Is this a glitch? Because this shit is weird. I don't know what that is. My tits and my shits combined because I did have fun
1: with you. Yeah, me too. And we're having fun talking talking about it.
0: I don't want to make light of mental health or people that are homeless. I don't even know if these people were... Right. We don't know anything about it other than it just felt like a different place. It felt very unsafe.
1: Shit was crazy. It was a crazy thing. My shits are, I'm so tired of my child being sick.
0: I'm tired of your child being sick.
1: Two months. We paid for camp. She's barely gone to camp. Someone posted a meme. This guy was like, I'm so glad I paid $300 for my kid to go to summer camp and never go. It was better than that. It was a funnier <laughs> meme. I Remember, but it hit hard because I was like, She had COVID, and then she had that cough that wouldn't go away, and she finally went on antibiotic. Now she has an ear infection and another cough, and then she had a thing that I was like, does she have monkey pox? And then of course I get everything because I'm comforting her and she coughed directly into my eyeball.
0: Sebastian will just
1: lick me. She wipes her boogers on me. So now I'm a little sick.
0: Well, it'd be nice to have a period of time where we could really work and not be sick and not have a kid homesick. It is disruptive. I know that sounds Horrible, but it is disruptive to being
1: able to function in the world. This is Luna's last week of summer camp that she hasn't hardly gone to. I don't think she'll be able to go on Monday because she's still on antibiotic. Maybe she'll go half the week. I don't know. And then I'm getting the hell out of Dodge and going to my mom's for a week because Ashley's going on vacation. And I'm like, I just need to quarantine my child away from other children. My mom lives at the beach, so there's always fun stuff to do. Plus, doesn't she start school? Sebastian's missing his first week of school. We have three weeks before she starts school, so I'm planning like a week here and a week here just to have a little time. Ashley and I recorded ahead of time so that we could have an actual break. So the shits are just like, can my kids stay healthy? And the tits are, my friend, we've talked about her on the show a ton. Cassandra used to be my neighbor when we lived in Brooklyn and we like co-parented our kids together and she's one of a couple people, you and Matt being one of them, where like I can just walk in your house and be like, Matt, put on pants and discipline your child and you don't get mad at me. It's just true like family kind of experience And we've just been trying to spend as much time with them. We went up to Woodstock, New York and got an Airbnb. And then yesterday we went in and met them at their hotel and just had a day. And the kids too, like Luna, I thought that would be weird because they've not seen each other as much as they had seen each other. And it's absolutely seamless. The kids picked up together like brothers and sisters. It's just all the best things. We just have such a good working partnership, truly like sister wives, where we just kind of without saying anything, know like I'll handle the kids now when you can do this. Like we don't even have to say it. We're just like handle it. And I love her husband. I love her kids. And it was just lovely. That's nice.
0: Hopefully she'll come back to the States at some point full time. I have one more funny story. Okay. I have not gotten a pedicure since I went to Florida for my cousin's wedding, which was May. My feet are in such bad shape. So much rough skin that I pick at. Like I do whenever I come to your house? Yes. You know on Always Sunny how Frank always botches a toe? Sebastian sees me picking my (laughs) toes and he's like, stop it. You're going to get a botched toe. He says that (laughs) all the time. Every day I basically pick a toe until it bleeds because my feet are in such bad shape and mad. Matt the other day was looking at my feet and he was like, go get a pedicure. And I said, Matt, I'm scared too. There's monkey pox and shit like that. And he's like, who cares? I'm like, I care. Every time we go get pedicures, we risk getting a fungus anyway. And now I really don't want to do it with monkey pox. He's like, go to an expensive place. I will pay for it. You need to get a pedicure. So my feet are so bad. And my husband is begging me to take
1: care of myself. That's a great intro to how to carve out time for yourself. So this is loosely based on a Washington Post article that we will tag in the show notes. It was just about how to carve out alone time. We're not going to use the article specifically. You can read it. We'll attach it in show notes. But I want to know how you guys carve out time. So the first thing is, please write us at hello at momtourage.com or slide into our DMs and tell us what specific kind of things you use to carve out sacred time for yourself. And Ashley and I are going to talk about what we do. I'm really into bringing my podcasts into the shower with me or sometimes depending on when I take the shower, a shower beer or a shower glass of wine. I love a shower beer or a shower glass of wine. I make that 15 minutes with a podcast and a beverage. Lord knows I can't do any of those things separately and have enough time. I try on Sundays. Lately, I have not been so successful because,
0: again, due to my mental health at this moment, I don't even feel motivated to carve out time for myself, in all honesty. But Sundays, I try to take a nice detox, relaxing bath. Matt will usually set me up with a glass of wine, and I'll light a candle, and I'll just watch TikToks on my phone, or I'll read a book, or a rare occasion I have a magazine,
1: read a magazine. I know you're not a bath person. I love Live for a bath. Guys, what you don't know is I have this fear of prune hands. Me and Kristen Bell. We're going to take a video the next time Ashley and I are at a pool together. I have my hands up like I'm Evita being like, don't cry for me, Argentina." And for years, no one noticed and all of a sudden this year, everyone's noticing. My friend Valerie's like, what's going on with your hands? I was like, I've done this since the beginning of time. I just don't understand how that's a fear. Anxiety doesn't have to make sense. I mean, I guess. Makes me anxious. So strange. That's why baths are not my thing. What's your next one? Speaking of Frank and his botched toe. Paint by number while also listening to a podcast or music is my jam. I love that. Working on another one right now. I always have one in the mix. I would say that any kind of crafting
0: is self-care. I feel like I should be getting way more into it again because it is very meditative for me. Unfortunately... When I do
1: have free time, all I want to do is watch TV all day. I'm so tired of doing shit. Something about this anxiety period right now, this fight or flight thing that we're in with the pandemic, it's like my brain can't focus on that kind of thing because I am actually a real TV person. But this pandemic has made my brain scrambly and TV isn't helping the scramble. Interesting. The other day I did paint by number while watching Love on the Spectrum and that was okay.
0: I could watch TV while I'm doing stuff, but all the steps and all the Gear TV's not enough to let my brain dump anymore. It's all I need. I've been working on my closet as my own sacred kind of space here. It's my office. It's where I have some alone time. And I have this full-length mirror that is just so boring, so old from Ikea. And I've been meaning to do a DIY on it. And I'm staring at it right now. I just want to DIY this thing and make it fun and work in my space.
1: I don't know. There's some kind of wall blocking me. And it's a shame because I love craft. I do really love to do this. It's been hard since Luna's been sleeping in bed with me because she's just been sick. And so she's just yeah. been sleeping in bed with me. It's literally been like this for months. Get up early and meditate in my office. God bless. It's my favorite thing to do. I love to get a cup of coffee and sit and go up into my room and contemplate and journal and meditate. And I will get up at five in the morning to do that. But when my kid sleeps in bed with me, I can't do it. That sounds terrible to me. It kind of goes with my second one, which is coffee and hide. Yes. Sometimes if it's not meditate, it's just coffee and hide when I have been able to get up early so Sometimes it's just coffee and take an early morning just walking around. And it's a kind of meditation. So I'll be like, look at the morning dew. Look at what the birds ate. Look at what is going on at this early morning period.
0: For me, it's the same, but it's coffee or a glass of wine or something and sit in my backyard. Now that we have our backyard pretty much done. I've been meaning to tell you, it looks so good. Thank you. Now that it's a nice space and I have all these trees. It's like you have a whole different house. Totally, totally different place. And I just like to sit out there. With my glass of wine or my coffee, feel the breeze and look at the trees. Next up for you. Poop
1: and play games on my phone. Amen, sister. Used to be Candy Crush. I was up to a crazy level and then my phone got wiped and it brought me back to level one. I can't open Candy Crush Saga, Soda Crush. And so now I'm playing this other game. I don't even want to promote it. It's terrible, but I'm playing it. And so, and TikTok too. Or Instagram, but I'm just so over Instagram. Usually TikTok's a nighttime thing, which is probably terrible because then I don't sleep because I go down a K-hole. I know. My other one is a yoga class out of the house. That's a no from me, dog. I just love when someone else teaches me yoga. It must be very hard for you because you're so good. You really... truly are such a great yoga teacher. I literally found one yoga teacher here that I liked and then she moved to New Mexico. And now I'm like, well, the journey Continues. I'll take a medium yoga class that someone else teaches me because when I'm out of the house, especially if they don't know I'm a yoga teacher, I can have this kind of anonymity that allows me to really work through shit. And I can't do that when I'm usually in my own home with a kid anymore. I used to be able to do it where I could get in my own home practice, but it's hard when you have a kid because it's interrupted. For me, it used to be pre child, pre
0: COVID, pre everything, walking around Manhattan listening to either the music or a podcast or something and just walking. You know those days where you would have a coffee meeting and then an audition and then this and then that. Just walking from place to place, not even getting on the subway and just watching people and looking around and feeling the magic of New York City. That's what it is. The magic of New York City feels dead. It does not feel like it's there anymore. That was really a big carving out my own time thing for me and I haven't found anything that quite replaces that because honestly everywhere I would go to I basically have to bring my kids not the most relaxing thing in the world.
1: And the last one for me is I have some special places in my house that are little mini oases. I don't know what the plural of that is where I can just go for even 10 minutes and it's like muscle memory for relaxation like in our living room I have this chair, this vintage chair and I can just sit in it for a little while and all of a sudden I can feel my blood pressure go down. I walk into my office and it kind of smells like nang champa. There's just little nooks. I'll just do what I call a Walk away. I'll be like Lee. I need to walk away, and I just walk to that. And I even just am there for five minutes and it just helps me decompress.
0: I have two. One is, and I'm not embarrassed to say this, going to Target by myself is a very enjoyable experience for me. And it started way back, you know, I talked about it with school supply shopping, but when I lived in LA, that was a very hard point in my life. And I felt very depressed and very separated from a lot of people. I would drive to Glendale and go to the Target in Glendale and just walk around there. And that's where I would feel very at peace. I lived behind the WeHo target for a while. Oh that's a pretty good target. It's a good target. Right by that audition place. Yes. I come in and out of these phases but when I'm in the phase cooking a nice meal even though I have a small kitchen so Matt would be around or Sebastian would be around but just the process of cooking. I really do love cooking. I'm pretty good at it but then when I'm not in it like last night I was like ah I'm just gonna throw some food together. It was just not very good. Yeah I go in phases too. I really have to be in a Mindset, and just lately I have not been there, but cooking is a solo time
1: thing. Isn't it weird that you could taste when somebody's in a good place? You can taste the love. Yeah. They took pictures of food that people, I don't want to say meditated over, but really infused energy into meals. They photographed the same meal, one cooked without any whatever, and the other one cooked, you know, with love and intention, and they took pictures of it with a special camera, and you can tell. Same thing with plants when you talk to plants.
0: I've seen the plant ones, and I believe that's why all my plants are doing so well. With- with the exception of Hot Bitch, who's dead in the Mm -hmm. water. Maybe it's because she had bitch in her name and she just didn't thrive. Maybe she didn't really know what you meant by that. She should know that bitch is coming from a loving place. I know. Well, now you have two new plants. You have to name them and tell me. I think I'm going to name the cactus Todrick.
1: And I think the aloe is going to be Clarence. I'm just getting strong masculine vibes from both. So we want to hear from you once again. Tell us what you do to carve out some time. You can write us at hello at momtragepodcast.com or slide into our DMs. So this comes from a Good Housekeeping article and it's tips on best organization. Aren't you amazed Good Housekeeping still exists? I hate magazines that the pages are like a weird hand feel. Parents Magazine and Good Housekeeping, their pages are thin and it's weird. They are thin. It's a weird hand feel for me. I'm not into it. Like a Soap Opera Digest feel or TV Guide or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this article had a ton. It was like over 100 ideas. But Ashley and I send each other ideas from TikTok and from whatever all the time. Again, this is literally my porn. So some of these I just put in case you don't know, the listener, but some of them were ones that I hadn't even thought of and I was like, ooh, I'm going to impress Ashley with these new ones. You did too, I got to tell you. And obviously there's pictures of these in the article that we'll attach. We're not going to go into too much description about this. Smaller bins and drawers. You and I have been doing this. It's the Marie Kondo thing. You can even use boxes. Dry erase marker on things. I don't understand that one. Certain containers you can write dry erase on and then wipe it off. Ah, okay. Or like a cabinet so that other people know where stuff belongs, which I think is good if you have a kid or a husband yes. that doesn't know where your stuff is. Think vertical. I know that from New York, living in small apartments, you use the vertical space. A mini closet library for your kids because the high stuff is what you need. And then on the bottom, you can create a little private area for them. That's cute. In that same vein, a work closet. Hi, coming to you from mine. Or maybe you have a guest bedroom, but you also need a home office. So your guests are probably not going to use the closet. So you can have a fold-out desk or something that's in the closet and then you can close it up when you have the bed for the guests in there compartmentalize animal care stuff which I guess means just put it in a box what they showed was there's like a zone so for me I have animal stuff kind of all over the house they're saying keep it all in the same zone keep the leash the food the ointment the dog clothes the bowl all in just the same area obviously you can have a water bowl somewhere else but don't spread it out keep it all in one spot and they even had it in the laundry room there's different ways to do it but it's like don't spread it out. Just keep it all in one place. Create a command station, which is where all your charging stuff goes, correct? Yeah,
0: and also calendars for the whole family. It's like your main base of organization for everybody. I actually saw a really good hack one time. A lady had installed, you know, those key tags that you can write stuff on with a clear case and they're like purple, green, whatever. Each of the kids in her house had a button, so it was almost like an intercom system. So anytime she needed them, she would press this button and they would get a dick and know that it was time for dinner or come downstairs for something, which I thought was really good for somebody with a really big house like yours. Use shelf risers, which I just want to say duh to this one, which is basically in your kitchen. If you have a lot of space in between shelves, you can use a shelf riser to really maximize the space, put plates on it or cups or whatever.
1: Folding, what, clothes? There's different ways to fold things that make it easier. Oh, well,
0: let me tell you, doing laundry in my house, I tell Matt not to fold mine or Sebastian's clothes because I have very particular ways of folding everything so that they fit into each of the drawers and each of us has a different folding method and each item of clothing has a different folding method so I stand behind this one. Organizing by color. That's a home edit thing. Hi, look behind me. Or like when I ombre my bookshelf. Beautiful. By closet, if you do all your white blouses into cream, into this, into that, and then you do by sleeve length, cutoffs, and then short sleeves, and then long sleeves, and then if you really want to get fancy, in the long sleeves than have varying length of shirt. Oh, gosh. One in, one out rule. Great, fantastic rule. We've talked about this a zillion times. It's harder with clothes, but I think with kids' toys, right before a birthday, right before Christmas, get rid of all the broken toys, get rid of toys
1: they don't play with, get rid of toys that they've aged out of, get rid of toys that are missing a piece. Hang pots and pans. It's hard to organize them underneath your counters. So especially in New York, I did hang my pots and pans in New York. Here in the suburbs, I don't do so much, but there's ways that you can attractively hang your pots and pans. It's not always the best option, but you know, that's a controversial one. Repurpose little trinket trays. Everybody gets little trinket trays. You can put them in a drawer. Put a nonstick mat in your drawer, and instead of just having your random shit in your desk, have a cute little trinket tray that collects your paper clips or whatever it is. That way, it's visually attractive, and it brings you joy. Car organization. Having bins in your trunk where things go. Having a behind-the-seat thing for your kids' stuff. Cord keepers. That's a big thing for Lee. Organizing your cord.
0: My dad literally has a big rubber made bin filled with all his different cords. And he's like, yeah, go in there and get it. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know what it is? There's extension cords, HDMI cables. I don't know what anything is in here. Use a blanket to contain playtime and toys. Great idea. They even make these. They do it with makeup bags too. It's like a big circular mat that has a drawstring. Great for something like Legos, but they do it for makeup as well. Double up hangers on the soda tab hack. I have mixed feelings about that. I'm going to be honest. You take a soda can, you take off the little thing that opens it and you hang one hole on a hanger that's hanging on the rod and then hang a second hanger in the bottom hole. I've tried those hangers in college that have multi things for your pants and I actually find them to be way more frustrating and difficult personally, but teach his own. Garden tools on a towel bar with hooks. I think that's a great idea. From everything from, what's the hand digger? Hand spade shovel? Sure, that thing. To a watering
1: can, to your gloves, to your shears. I also saw a woman do do her medicine stuff in the shoekeeper behind the door. I saw that the other day. Yes. There's so many
0: purposes for those shoe things. People can use them in their bathroom for makeup organization. Yeah, I, I actually saw a hack where you cut the bottom of some of those and you use it as a wrapping paper organizer. Ooh. You can have rolls of wrapping paper and bows and all this other stuff. I think that's genius. Labels. This is a labeled house. Everything. We label things here. Unused to go cup filled with tissues in a car holder. That's the interesting one where you just like twist it, like the tissues you got from Target, but you make your own with a clean Starbucks cup, and then it sits in your cup holder. Old muffin tin as a drawer organizer—I mean, self-explanatory, great idea. You can also make mini sensory bins. You know, sometimes with the muffin tins, the space in between the holes take up more space than they need to, so you can also do the silicone muffin tins that are all separate and
1: put those in. Sneak cabinets behind picture frames. This was tricky. They basically took a medicine cabinet, put it on a wall, and then made picture frame on it. It was very interesting, but you kind of have to see it to understand it. So you'll have to go to the article. I think you have to be handy to make it really work. This one was my favorite. A magnetic knife holder. I have one from Ikea, but they put it on yeah. a wall and they hung the kids' toy metal cars. That's such a good idea. And it looked like an art piece. It was really cool. I was like, what does Luna have that's metal that I can do that? Because she's not into cars. Store cans sideways in bins. In your fridge. Or even in your pantry. Underbed storage for Legos. Now, I'm a big Big we fan do of that under bed storage but i didn't think about it for legos
0: we do it for all his car tracks too he has all these different hot wheels car
1: track things and we use it for those as well we have the plastic compartment boxes for legos but you can even do it with an old arts and crafts or tackle box where you separate all the legos by color that's a very Virgo thing
0: i would do that if it were my legos but there's no point with my child but you'll see people that do a lot of beading yes. have different beads in them or little knickknacks and stuff you can do that for your legos i think that's really Really smart.
1: Ice cube trays for earrings and small jewelry. I don't like the look of it. No, ugly. But if it's in a drawer, I'm not as big of a fan of that. I feel like everybody has weird ice cube trays hanging around, so it is great for that. I might do it for beads in my crafting area, but I don't wouldn't do it for my jewelry. For beads,
0: it makes a lot of sense, except I guess you'd have to get one of those ones
1: that has a lid on it. I have an obsession with old wooden card catalogs. Like from the library with the Dewey Decimal System. So it's exactly the width of a wine bottle. So if you found one at a yard sale in New York, they cost $1 million. Totally. You could pull it out and each one will fit at least one wine bottle. And you could store your huh. wine like that. I mean, gorgeous. I have wanted a wooden card catalog and a wooden flat file. Whenever I go to these estate sales, I'm always looking for those. I just love it. And then last, lockers instead of storage bins. I love that. I want my sister to do that in her mud room. Yeah, I think in your mud room, it's so cute. They put their coat in there, shoes, whatever they need for the next day to go to school, everything there. You could even leave them a note. Don't forget to do this for your test today. Right. I just love that. I think that's cute. There's many more on this. So please. Please take a look. And again, if you have a great organization all hack, take a picture and send it to us because this is the shit that gets us off.
0: I have one that's oh, not yeah. on here, which is those clear acrylic boxes with a drawer. I have all my glasses and sunglasses in them so I can see which sunglasses I want to use that day, even though I generally end up wearing the same ones. And then the cases are stuffed away in a drawer. All
1: right, guys, we'll hit you with these as they come in. Does this get you off? We want to see it. Send it to us. Does it get you off? This is our porn, guys. It is. We want to see it. I'll show you my ombre library shelf. Maybe you want to see that. You want to see my closet? Dare me. Dear me. Hashtag swag bag. Apple AirTags. We have AirTags in our car because I lose the car all the time. If it's in a parking garage, I will lose it. But will it tell you what floor it's on? It will literally just send you directions to your car. Oh, okay. That's cool. We've used it multiple times. If I'm like, Lee, are you ready to pick me up? I can see almost like he's an Uber driver, how close he is to come get me. We obviously use it in our luggage, which is what it was originally intended to do. They now make key fobs. You could put one on your child in your child's backpack. There's all different uses. Like if my kid was on a school trip, I would hundred percent put an air tag on them that's smart put it in their pocket whatever we have them on a lot of things the joke between Lee and I is how far are we going to go with technology and then when does it become a Black Mirror episode also when is the next season of Black Mirror coming out because that's like my favorite show I think soon I don't really know but I do think we are there so how are we
0: going to use it to benefit us it benefits us in so many ways the fact that I'm not willing to get rid of my Alexa because she'll turn on and off lights for me so I don't have to reach behind a fucking thing but at the same time if I I lived in a state where I wasn't allowed to get an abortion and was talking about how I needed to have an abortion and those files could then be used against me. Not
1: great. And maybe don't murder somebody in a house that has an Alexa.
0: Good luck murdering any, I mean, not like actually good luck. (laughs) This episode will be called good luck murdering people. It's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to get away with murder. I don't know how anyone gets away with murdering anyone these days. I don't know how anyone gets away with a petty crime. Stealing a fucking lollipop from CVS. This is like some CCTV shit
1: up on her. I'm just telling
0: you, we're seeing it with the abortion thing. They're telling
1: people to delete their period trackers. I know. Definitely these can be used against you. I've seen TikToks of stalkers putting them on people's cars. I'm saying you can use AirTags for good. We have found creative ways to use them. And also, it's unavoidable. I bet you can have an AirTag bracelet made for your kid. Exactly. So it's on their body, not on their possessions. I've
0: seen people on TikTok that make custom leather keychains that hold your AirTags. I wish that I had one for my mind so I could stop losing my mind. Oh my god, me too. I haven't had the time to do this, but I'm going to buy these. They're called smart storage QR labels. So basically, if you have a storage area in your house or even a storage unit, everything you put into a box, you get these QR labels, you put it on the box, and then you can scan it to see exactly what's in the box. So it takes some organization. It's great for like attic stuff. It's Perfect for Christmas decoration, for paper
1: storage like this is where my grandparents wedding certificate is stuff like that we have so much stuff since lee's mom died that we don't want to get rid of it but we're storing right. it it's not stuff you
0: need all the time but on the off chance you need pictures from your childhood hey this box has the pictures of my childhood or this has luna's first pair of shoes or whatever it is but i think it's genius could you rig this into something that you don't have to pay for 100 you could mark each box one two three four five and in your notes on your phone have what's in every box. But then you run the risk of when your computer's wiped, that happening. There's a billion ways to do this. There's free QR code generators online that you could just link to some document somewhere. But I just think it's easier to just buy these ready-made, established things.
1: They're like 10 bucks. I'm into it. All right, guys, there you have it. Yet another episode. That was so straightforward. Okay, we're done. Goodbye. By the time the next episode comes out, I'm sure we'll have lots of interesting conversations from our little break. Let's hope. Let's hope.
0: Love you guys. Have a great week and stay safe. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate